One of the areas that the Gates Foundation, you know, would love to see is a, a kind of a math tutor. And there's a question, do you need a big, 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 big model to do that? You know, because it if you make it so big, then our ability to know, you know, how it behaves, it's hard to test. So we're hoping that one of the more medium-sized models that mostly learn math textbooks and won't have such a broad knowledge of the world, at least we're hoping yeah. that that will uh, let us do quality assurance. Mm-hmm. So in academia, there's actually a lot of such effort going on, but without a lot of compute, uh, including my own work that tries to develop a special model. So usually the smaller models cannot win over ChatGPT in all dimensions. But if you have a target task like math tutoring, I do believe that definitely not only you can close the gap with larger models, you can actually surpass the larger models' capability by specializing on it. So, I, yeah, this is totally doable, and I believe in it. Yeah, certainly for something like drug discovery, you know, knowing English isn't necessary. And... It's kind of weird these models are so big that very few people get to kind of probe them or change them in some way, you know, and yet in the world of computer science, you know, the majority of everything that was ever invented was invented in universities. To not have this in a form that people can play around with and take a really, you know, a hundred different approaches to play around with it, that... You know, we have we have to find some way to fix that to let universities be pushing these things and 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 looking inside these things. Yeah, totally. couldn't agree with you more. It cannot be very healthy to see this like concentration of powers so that like the major AI is only held by a few tech companies and nobody knows what's going under the hood. That's just not healthy, and especially when. It is extremely likely that there are moderate-sized solutions that is open, that people can investigate and better understand and even better control, actually, because if you open it, it's so much easier for you to adapt it into your custom use cases compared to uh, the current way of using GPT-4, which all that you can do is sort of a prompt engineering and then hope that it understood what you meant. The method tutoring case seems to be the case where the language models have seen a lot of education material already uh, out there online. So that probably is indeed much more around the corner because it has seen a lot of data, whereas the drug discovery, now the challenge is for AI to come up with something new that doesn't exist yet, so I suspect that that's a little bit different types of a challenge for AI because now it truly needs to reason more in a symbolic manner that is grounded in knowledge as opposed to, oh, there's like a bunch of these sequences and let's predict what comes next and get lucky. And so, yeah, that, that's just like inspiring for me to think about uh, the different types of challenges and uh, what it might take in order to push things to the next level. But like I, I think that's basically the future. And I, I, I'm excited to see a lot more open source effort really catching up rapidly right now. The fact that it's just so opaque. And then currently learning is unbelievably brute force. 
which I don't think is the correct way of doing intelligence. There must be a better solution. And for that, we have to open it in order to be able to really promote better science around it. We need to open it. We don't have to open the largest, the best one, however, because even if you open it, it's not like academic people can do anything with it. Like if GPT-4 is open for me, there's no compute for me to run over. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think just to deal with the complexity and the accuracy, you probably want to build these things from scratch. Yeah, I believe uh, with a bit more effort to something like that could be built. And I'm, with that, you know, wishful thought, I'm also working toward that sort of a systems where we might have a little bit more explainable descriptive knowledge that we can give to the machine to really truly learn and memorize. And then when it does make a mistakes, uh, being able to control the machine through, oh, what, what, like, uh, what kind of knowledge are you assuming for that kind of answer? And being able to provide, oh, you know, your assumption is wrong that way. And, you know, from here on, learn this knowledge. So I, I think that kind of problems really unlock really exciting new types of machine learning problems where you need to be able to unlearn, not just learn, but unlearn the incorrect knowledge and then be able to revise over that in the way that humans also are able to. Whereas right now, everything, like you said, is a bit too black box, but I do think that with effort, this sort of uh, technology could happen. Subscribe to Unconfuse Me wherever you listen to podcasts.